0: Okay, with screenwriter Pamela Perry-Goulart, Underwater Hazards is the screenplay. It's a winner of the best uh, script from the Environmental Film Festival. Just give people a kind of a background. I love the synopsis. So the synopsis is, while searching for a great story, a young journalism student swims into the lair of a cannibal mermaid wizard deformed from water pollution. Correct? Correct. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's quite the that's quite the summary of a, of a of a feature screenplay
2: well I mean you know it's it's like they always want you to say it in like 25 words or less and I, so you have to just give a visual that will uh, grab people's attention I guess you know I can't always follow the rules completely but I try to fit into them so exactly
0: I think most people are hooked by that. So like by so it's like you said you submit to the environmental film uh, festival it's got a very mental heavy theme to it. But tone-wise and genre-wise, I guess it's a, it's a fantasy of course, but it's also got comedic elements and it's 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 a horror as well, I guess, right? Well, it has
2: horror elements in the fact that it has a um a creepy uh antagonist who's um what's basically considered immoral because he's a cannibal. So, but he's a cannibal because he's part fish and fish were the first meat eaters ever. So it's not like he's a, a deranged monster. It's just his life, the what he, you know, his lifestyle, but you know, he's very health conscious and he's 130 years old. Um, and I think I also mentioned that his character is part Nikola Tesla, and part Edgar Allan Poe.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's 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 a and so and
2: and it. in the you know he lives in an this old castle that um, you can see beyond the lake where people go swimming and it's a beautiful forest, and the uh, protagonist Polly. Um, She's an environmentalist. She's about 15 and she goes to an elite boarding school in the area and um, a new teacher comes who is a quantum physicist, mad scientist named Zelda Hammerstein and Zelda has a son named Wyatt who doesn't want any part of going to this uh, elite school. But his mother needs a job because she was fired from the Sorbonne and the big laboratory for quantum physicists because she was digging up a grave for DNA. Mm. So wow. she had to take this job, and um, and but coincidentally, Hazard who is um, the monster, the cannibal merman, is also a quantum physicist. And that's sort of uh, the Nicholas, Nikola Tesla character. So inside the dungeon, Polly gets swims into the dungeon and um, she gets out and, and it's filled, there's AI in there, but it has all of, uh, Uh, like plasma balls on the wall so there's big electrical sparks coming Mm -hmm. out of darkness and you know colors you know what a plasma ball is right when you put your hand on the ball and all that so uh, it's pretty frightening to her but she's she's pretty tough and um it's it happens to be hazards Birthday, 130th birthday. And the reason why he caught her friend Wyatt, which is Zelda's son, is because he's having a party and he was thinking this will be a nice uh, meal. Mm-hmm. But the capture was very intense and he decides to wait because uh, the releasing of all the endorphins into his body makes it very bitter. So he said, uh, I. Too bad I didn't catch it sooner. So he invites Polly and ha- and uh, Wyatt to his party, and uh, he lives in a in a mansion, and he has two AI gypsy <laughs> who is his maid and is uh, kind of fortune teller, and he creates um, he creates AI for his own use. But he also, um, you know, he's very modern. He likes sports and he has his, uh, his alchemical studio has screens that show uh, everything that's happening in the castle and around the property. But it also has like basketball games, and mm. he's betting on those. And, but he invites his wonderful friend Reefer and Reefer is uh, his friend, his lifelong friend, and Reefer is uh, a black shark. And his name named Reefer becomes, because he comes from, uh, he's a reef uh, scavenger.
0: So, okay, so it's an excellent screenplay. And, and thank you for that, that summary because it's actually in, in, in intriguing people. So if you can go to your website uh, flyingcloudstudios.com, you can see that you've won multiple awards for through the last few years, like uh, your uh, short screenplay of the operator. you also have a TV pilot that that you've won awards for. And you have this script, which is a feature film. So you have uh, more than a few scripts people can take a look at on your website. So this has happened in the last like, I guess five five four to five years, I guess, right? Pardon. This has happened. This has occurred. Like your your screenplay prog- progress and your win your award wins. has been in the last like three or four years or five years.
2: I would say so. Yeah, it really. I really had a breakthrough with uh, something called um, Star Dude, the Wolf Who Saved Christmas.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: And um and that was uh. I won like the um the wolf pack, the royal wolf wolf pack. Uh I won the screenplay for that, I don't know, that whenever that was, but that that gave me a lot of confidence because Stardew, the wolf who saves Christmas, is um about the reindeer who get out of their corral and they eat all of the uh algae on the tundra, which is hallucinogenic. And they all are too high to uh drive the sleigh so star dude has to has star to, dude has to he's yeah. a wolf and and he has to like uh drive Sammy so there's drive definitely
0: him. a certain tone in in uh in all the scripts that you've written like it's everything's a little bit far out i guess right like yeah. i guess as well you describe- that gave
2: me a lot. Yeah. That, you described what...
0: this screenplay in the blog uh, in two words. You called you, you describe the screenplay being far out, and I guess your other right. screenplays are like that right. as well. That's right. Yes. yes. So what I'm curious, but what propelled you to write? Uh, because only because your film film preway uh, page states your 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 date of birth, so I know what your age is. You don't have to say your age, but basically, what but what what has propelled you uh, in recent times to like start screenwriting? Is it something you've always wanted to do, or you've been doing for a long time, or
2: well, um, you know, I was, a, uh, uh, I'm a, I was originally, um, actually I, I, I started out in the theater I okay. wanted to do set designing, but, um, I did, I was a photographer and I won, uh, uh, second place in life magazine photography contest. Oh, wow. So, okay. yeah. So I got, um, a call from LA. I lived in New York and I got a job in, um, a pretty big modeling agency out in LA to, you know, do teach photo commercial photography and all that. So, but I've always, um, even with my photography, I would do stories through pictures. They weren't moving pictures, but they were books of pictures. And, um, but one thing I wanted to say is that, um, right now I'm working on something, of. uh, I wanted to approach the subject of age and like age is um nothing to be afraid of mm. and it shouldn't hold anyone back and it shouldn't make anyone uh feel like oh they're old because being old is um it's kind of really wonderful if you if you let go of the fear of becoming old. Mm. <laughs> Um, I had some experiences and I actually, uh, I had written a couple of screenplays, but I had seen um, an advertisement for screenwriting you like about 10 years ago. And um, he had like a free class. So I said, well, my scripts aren't really going anywhere. Like they're just falling flat. So I took the class and I thought he was, his name was Hal Crosman, and he's a wonderful, generous man who's very passionate about teaching uh, film and screenwriting. And so I took his free class and I said, you know, this guy is the real deal. He's, 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 I got so much information. So I started taking um, his classes and then I took his master class and Everything and then I took all the classes that you could find on the internet. And I, I love Al Grosman? Al Crowsman,
0: crossman like with uh, yeah. not with a G, with a uh,
2: with a C, C R O, A U, something like that. Okay,
0: but
2: gotcha. He and it's, a, it's called screenwriting. You, it's a wonderful. They're they have wonderful classes. But I also took classes from um, Michael Baselli. Um, from Mad Wife House Productions. He has like some, he had like a great horror program. I took his horror program and I got really inspired about horror because of the fact that horror actually, if it's done well, can actually help people mm. because um, it sort of mimics um, anxiety and then there's a release. So you don't have to always consciously know what's releasing um, trauma or whatever. From your body, just you just have to get scared by releases stuff. So, uh, I said, you know, um, who doesn't want to write a story that helps people? People need help, we all need help right now, kind of figuring things out and letting things go. So, I think that's like to horror what horror is to me is, uh scaring yourself out of your fears like just letting it go i like
0: that you should copyright what you just said that's a good one i haven't heard that before (laughs)
2: uh well uh (laughs) it's it's the truth i mean that's i don't know if i said it or if uh some egyptian king said it for a long time ago but it's it's information that's out there it's just you know um we're just at a point in, in our culture where a lot of uh, information to help ourselves is coming to light. So it was, it was wonderful. It took me about three years, I think, to actually write the the underwater hazards. And originally it was called underwater hazards may exist. And yeah. it comes from the fact that I saw a sign that said that. And I said, up what underwater hazards mean and then that like just sparked yeah everything because
0: i think i've seen a poster like that before too yeah uh, yeah. yeah it's uh, one of those like standard posters that they have a standard poster my
2: yeah. my original poster was that standard little icon you know yeah. it's kind of a little uh but but then i i changed i have the uh the castle now with my little hazard on the
0: well, time. that's so so to give you. So basically, to summarize, you've had a pretty interesting career. And then you're writing screenplays, nothing really came of existed. The grad, the gentleman from screenwriter, you Hal Grossman kind of helped you out mentored you. And all of a sudden, you started winning awards. And it aged, doesn't mean anything in like you're somebody that has already had a prosperous career. And this is sort of you're entering your either your third or your fourth career. And, and who cares how old you are, I guess, right?
2: It's all. It's basically all the same. Like I like. Um. I'm also. I'm an artist, but I enjoy business. I enjoy learning about business, and the thing that I felt about movie making was that my art and my creative nature. I mean, my right and my left brains came together. Mm. It was a miracle. <laughs> uh, when you write, your left brains like work uh, together. Then you say, "I get this. I get the movie business. It's about, um, you know, it's about making money. It's not just about writing a great story. Like a great novel can be made into a movie, but if you're a screenwriter, you have to you have to focus on making a great script that is sellable." Mm-hmm. That, that inspires people to invest and put up thousands or a hundred dollars or whatever they want <laughs> but people, it's a business people yeah. want to get something back so the better your script the bigger audience you can um garner for your script yeah you know like I remember when I went to see Titanic I mean there was every seat was filled in the movie theater you know I mean it, it's like it's the kind of screenplay that you have to really strive for um, if you want to be produced and you're not, um, you know.
0: Yeah. You, but that said, like, in, in the Titanic was 25 years ago and it crossed. Right. Gener- I don't even know if that movie could be uh, even made now. Or, or it would be as popular as it is now. It's all about timing, I guess, too, right? Yeah, but that timing. Would be, that movie. But fun.
2: it's about you. 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 You know. You want to give great. Uh, you basically you want to give a great uh, uh, parts for actors. You want to entice. You know, like like uh, my um, honestly uh, hazard for me is a, who I would like to play him, and when I was writing it, who I thought would could would be in it, was Billy Bob Thornton. Mm-hmm. That's who I wanted to entice to be in the film. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, it, because he can he's a great actor, but also a uh, Rupert friend. Like it was, it's sort of a, because Rupert Friend is my kind of Edgar Allan Poe character and Billy Thornton is kind of my, um, a Nikola Tesla. So it's kind of a, you know, that's what you want. Like if you get an actor who can show his craft and his depth and his, uh, everything that he can bring to the table, you know you've done a good job he can really
0: he can make it his own that's for sure that's basically yeah. what you're saying yeah. you know
2: somebody like that i'm not saying him but i always keep i try to really develop the characters and know them and spend time with them and think of who you know who i think of him like when i'm writing the words yeah. or i i pretty much put the words in at the end you know after all the action and everything is
0: well that's pretty cool so that's your style then i guess right you kind of write the spine and then
2: right I write the spine and i I always know the ending i definitely know what the ending is i don't want know if you want me to tell the ending to this but um you know he he uh he becomes a winged wolf but I always wanted to do that because, like once i once I was one the uh, in the Royal Wolf Pack, and then I was invited to join the Lonely Wolf Pack from London, um, I like to include a wolf in my mm-hmm. stories, kind um, <laughs> of you know. Yeah. Like I feel, it's a thank you to them for acknowledging me and really yeah. like opening the doors for me.
0: So how does so you've you've uh, submitted to festivals like you said? We got you have um, multiple awards for different uh, scripts that you've written. You can like I said, you see on your website. The operator has seemed to serve you very well, and then mm-hmm. you have under yeah, this one like under hours hazards, spirit of the wolf, right? Secrets it's of the true. Forbidden Series, uh, Goblin's right. Girl. The most if wary, secretive, least conspicuous uh, jaguar, jaguar ever. Jaguar
2: ever. Now that that is a short film that actually is from Goblin's Girl. It's a film. It's a story oh, gotcha. that is was is part of Goblin's Girl, and I made it into a short film, and it just got nominated to be in the um, silver screen. It's going to be in the silver screen. Festival. that's a vi- a virtual reality. It's called Shock
0: Fest. Shock Fest. Okay.
2: Shock Fest, and it's uh It's in December. So there virtual... is like
0: it hasn't been made into a movie yet. But you're yeah,
2: I, it was made. It's a short. It is a short. It's film. a short film that's made yeah.
0: into a movie already. Oh, I'd love to see it. Well, good good job. Like so, basically, so who made the movie? No,
2: so I am produced. I made the movie. My husband and I made the movie. That's amazing. It's animated and it's a short film, it's and animated, I never, yeah, I never expected it to be so successful. It's won a lot of awards, and it's 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 about the jaguar, and it it's also it's a you know about um, bringing uh, awareness to the nobility and the magnificence of this creature that is just. spectacular and you know how it's it's endangered and the only you know the only thing that can hurt it is mankind so it's it's you know I, i i i i am you know i mean everybody wants to help out with the planet situation yeah and you know appreciating all the beautiful creatures and life that's on on this earth it's you know, wanted to continue. How fun.
0: So you're like, yeah, you're, so you're on your way. Like you're just, you got some proof of concepts. You got your, this, this short film It's playing at multiple festivals and you got your award winning uh, screenplays and you just, like I said, we just, this is something, and this is a whole new venture and a whole new career for you, I guess. Right. Uh, Well,
2: you know, it's, it's all, to me, it's all related, because it all uses things that I've learned throughout Mm -hmm. the, you know, the different, um, and all you know, the different, very interesting people that I was able to work with. And, um, you know, it's, it's definitely very, very thrilling and exciting. And, you know, it's, it's, it's something that it's just a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> and you got uh, your Instagram account. You have 65,000 followers. That's pretty That's pretty sizable. That's pretty impressive.
1: Well,
2: I've been working on it a long time. I mean, it's really <laughs> hard to build it up. And I got sort of lucky where I do do promotion for people. I do like a for Warner Records. Uh, I do posts for different up and coming artists, um, on there. And I do, um, you know, I do PR work. I have a blog and my blog, I try to do PR work. I do it for books, music, films, like indie films. I always promote them, um, because I'm also a reader for several, uh, contests because, um, it's it's an industry that you know it's it's works on energy so it isn't always like it's like the energy that you're putting out then you eventually start to get that energy back yeah. witness the 65 but it's not like it's about me it's about you know i try to help out other people that are in my field you know because I love music there's music and underwater hazards and it's so it's I tried to do all um public domain so it wouldn't cost any money you know I think yeah. I got rock and robin in there and house of the rising sun they have a because they have a party so they they have music but so that's why like you know these people People that make music, maybe they can make music for someone else's movie or video, you know. So it's 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 all people that are in this industry, whether they're actors or I have a, I have one follower that's an aerialist. But I, because I do have um, the ring mistresses is, is uh, about a, a traveling circus, which yeah. so is a great story. But yeah, so I really enjoy my Instagram and I feel that my Instagram is really, I'm really at home there. I'm really myself there where other places it's strictly business like Twitter is just all, you know, doing um, promotion for the films that I'm in, like for yeah. your festival, the environmental festival or um. Vegas, I just uh, it just won the Vegas Screen Awards. Um, no, I, it's on the Super Moon. I won on the Super Moon uh, Hazard, on um, yeah. underwater hazards. Won best best screenplay. So you're saying so.
0: that Instagram is more fun and creative, where the other ones is strictly for kind of promotion and business, I guess, right?
2: Yes, yeah. yeah because i do my some of my own artwork on there and stuff yeah. no around.
0: i see it it's an impressive uh we'll obviously hook it oh. up with your with this interview but thank it's impressive you. thank you i just i just like it's sort of like the the number popped out right like so oh she's like this is a prosperous uh, instagram account so good for you
2: It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm having a good time.
0: (laughs) Oh, so good. So like you're, you're an inspiration. I'm not just saying that. I'm not trying to be hokey with you, but you're, you're very uh, inspiring. You, you just, you seem to be very positive about, about things. And, uh, but from like, not from an idealistic standpoint, from a very kind of realism uh, point of view and you got, you're a great writer. And uh, so I guess ideally, you want one of these features that you wrote made into a film, I guess that that's your dream.
2: I, I, I would love that. This is one, the one I feel is the most marketable. Yeah, it is. Marketable. It's, yeah. it's, it's scary, you know, like, because I don't, you know, when they show what's going on with the explosions of the, all the bombs and chemicals that are underwater, like reefer, loses an eye and he's scarred from that and and um uh, it's just like when you really start to investigate what's going on in the ocean you're like Hep.
0: yeah
2: because you know um and, and a lot of it is just like the dumping of sewage into the ocean and it creates dead zones and yeah um, which a, a fish or a merman like a merman could just swim into it and then he's dead (laughs) and that's what happened to hazard's mother yeah which is very unfair and um so it's scary it's funny it's it's um it's got great like lighting and special effects because of the tesla Mm -hmm. i tried to put a lot of tesla's experiments in there uh and um it's poetic because of uh of poe i tried to make mm-hmm. gypsy uh, she really only speaks like lyrically um because you have to give each character a special yeah. voice so he made her he's uh, she's his uh, uh, super ai and so he made her to speak you know, she speaks like yeah like Edgar Allan
0: Poe <laughs> yeah well, congratulations. Thank it's you. uh it's a fantastic Thank script. You very much. And uh I Thank really you wish you the best. This. I
2: appreciate it. And I wish you the best too. And hopefully we'll be in touch again.
0: Yeah, well let's we'll talk again when you make your next award-winning script of like let's make let's try to make this into a film. I think that it's got potential. I'm not just saying that. So you're well,
2: I think, you know, when I saw that you were the environmental, I said, I think we might have made this just for
0: this. I did, uh, I did it just for you, so. Thank
2: you very
0: much, no I'm problem. really, really grateful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a good Have a good day. You
1: too, thank- Underwater Hazards, written by Pamela Perry-Goulart. Fade in. Exterior, Spectral State Park, dusk. A tree-lined road, Polynesian, Polly 15 precocious, wears a safety helmet whizzes past on a skateboard.
2: It was an ordinary day.
1: She wears a backpack with a sticker, save the blue herons. When I learned that... Polly skates away from an idyllic lake. She holds a small bottle filled with water. Life can change in an instant. And... A tall castle looms on a mountaintop in the distance.
2: The true nature of the universe is to follow the most favorable path. Choose that path and you will stay true to your highest nature.
1: Majestic Anne, 25 on horseback, wears a helmet and a bright vest that reads, Park Patrol, stops to say hello. Polly pets the horse.
0: I was hoping I'd see you today.
1: She removes her backpack, digs out a carrot, feeds the horse. Have you chosen a story?
2: I think so. It has to be important enough to catch the eyes of an
0: international audience.
1: Blue herons,
0: water pollution.
1: She looks at Anne, holds up the bottle.
0: I'm testing the water. I think the munitions plant might be dumping
1: toxins. Anne looks shocked. You think that's why the herons have disappeared? The horse finishes the carrot. Polly puts her backpack back on. She pets the horse.
2: Yes, if it's poisoned. Gotta run.
1: She waves to Anne, skates off. Interior, birdcage elevator later. It's dark. A square elevator car, metal frame, cage-style doors, shimmies downward. Heavy breath permeates a haunted atmosphere. The cage stops with a thump, a wheezing sound. A creature with spindly webbed fingers and long claw-like fingernails rubs its hands together over and over as if washing them. It carefully slides the cage door open. The creature steps out with the aid of a tall crook staff. A faint orange light surrounds the creature. His face is not visible, but straps of goggles are prominent around extraordinary large ears. The orange light gleams faintly from his eyes through the goggles. Interior dungeon continuous. Wall-mounted plasma globes flow light on stone walls. A shadowy merman figure shuffles on webbed feet that protrude from a large fishtail. He is hunched over, leans slightly to one side. He steps through an entrance that is an enormous shark jaw. He steadies himself with his staff, places a hand on one of the plasma globes as if he's being charged up. He shifts the staff to put the other hand on the ball, continues on. He shuffles past iron prison cells with skeletons dressed in clothes from the 19th century. The only female skeleton has a missing head. It eerily lays on the floor by her feet. The merman stops at an underground waterway. He puts on a mask for an oxygen tank, presses a button on the wall flops into a dark canal. Flipper-like feet disappear beneath the water. A small oxygen tank on his back. Interior underground waterway. It's pitch black. The silhouette uses only flipper feet as it glides through the water. In the distance, a lattice-like iron gate in the middle of an eight-foot diameter water pipe glides open. Moonlight shimmers down. The merman exits out of the water pipe into a lake. He propels himself through the water, then stands with the aid of his crook. Interior Lake, Night. The top half of a misshapen bald head pops up out of the water, just enough to look around. The merman's head is illuminated by the full moon peeking out from behind the tall castle on the mountainside. A bridge is seen in the distance crossing a river. The lake sits within a forest. It has a sandy beach. The merman goes back underwater, disappears. Interior latest model Mercedes SUV continuous. Sulky, disgruntled Wyatt, 15, plays a game on his iPhone while his intense quantum physicist mother, Dr. Zelda Hammerstein, 42, drives. Zelda wears a white lab coat, her black hair is twisted into wrapped pigtails that resemble horns.